The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Anton Guinea, safety leadership expert. Anton, thanks for being on the program. We're talking today about this issue of how do you keep safe during this very difficult time because you've got a number of different factors all uh, coming together, coming out of lockdown, people returning to the workplace, the distraction of Christmas, Christmas parties, tight deadlines, fatigue. Uh, it's an incredible melting pot. Oh, it is, Mitchell. Um, there's a real concern for employees at this time of year. So a statistic from WorkSafe Victoria is that a quarter of workplace fatalities that happen on a yearly basis happen in the months leading up to Christmas. And so we've really got to understand how important this is, Mitchell, to really be thinking about the pressures that are on workers at this time of year. So as well as all of those things that you said that we're, we're going to start in the year and we're coming into Christmas, what about the things in the workplace like scheduled pressures, like, you know, projects that are going to run over into Christmas, for example? And and not only that, then there's the personal pressures of how people are going to pay for Christmas or, you know, they're, they're worried about coming to the Christmas period because for some people Christmas isn't a happy time of year. So, so all of a sudden we've got this professional and personal anxiety or stress that are leading people to think about other things other than their own personal safety, Mitchell. So, so this is a this is a massive, massive issue that that a lot of businesses just really don't take seriously. I don't believe. It's quite amazing how Christmas sort of becomes this hard deadline and everything's got to be done before Christmas and then you sort of clear the decks and start fresh uh, in 2022 in January. It's not really that realistic, is it? I know, right? I know. Um, look, it's it's not realistic and it's like a lot of things in life we, we sort of go, you know what, mm, why do we do that? Why do we put those those pressures on ourselves? And I, I guess it's a good time of year to reset and it's a good time of year to, to finish everything off by and then we come into the new year. Hopefully hopefully we come back after holiday refresh, which most people don't. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, as, as unrealistic potentially as it is, the reality is that... Um, that while we're thinking about other things, Mitchell, the risks that we expose ourselves to go up and the the risks that we're willing to take actually go up because of all of those other things, because of pressure, because of duress from our leaders who, say, who subtly say, hey, we've got to get this done before Christmas. We've got to get this done before Christmas. What are you doing about this? And then there'll be people working back and then there'll be people doing whatever it takes to make sure that they don't miss a deadline, that they don't upset their leader, that they just get the job done. And when we've got to get the job done attitude and a mindset, guess what? We're going to see injuries and we're going to see, unfortunately, fatalities, which is a crappy thing to see. Well, when we talk about those fatalities, the 25% of fatalities happening in November, December, do you have a bit more information? Is there sort of a bit of a deeper analysis that we can do on uh, what causes those fatalities? Look, there's actually not a lot of research around. Like, we could go, we could delve into those stats and go, so which industry are they in? They're going to be in transportation, so around mobile equipment. They're probably going to be in the agriculture industry. They're going to be in construction, which are, you know, the common industries. When it comes to the actual causation factor, it's really, really difficult to pinpoint it. I'm going to tell you why, Mitchell, because a lot of it is actually. It's not the industry or it's not the work they're doing that or these 
these sad victims RIP of workplace fatality, do you know what it's called? It's what the organisation is thinking. It's the cultural aspects, Mitchell, in the organisation. So it's how these workers are being led. It's how the leaders of the business are thinking and what they're saying. So, you know, yeah, we can put our our, our finger on a, a, like a causal factor, like the hard causes. So there'll be dropped objects. There'll be... There'll be crush injuries with our mobile plant equipment. Yes, we're still seeing mining fatalities in Queensland, which are crush injuries at the moment. At the end of the day, the, the organisation, and this is one of the sad parts about the statistics, talking about statistics, is that we will we'll see these organisations that have a fatality at this time of year or at other times of the year, and we'll look back at their safety record, and they'll have this perfect safety record, so they won't have had any incidents you know, or even minor incidents for the time leading up to it. And all of a sudden, this major event, this fatality or this, or even a crippling injury that people don't return to work for for the next five, 10 or 20 years happens. And then the organisation looks at themselves and goes, how does that happen? What have we missed? What is it culturally or in our safety climate, which is a different concept again, that has changed, that has allowed us to take a risk where we put someone's life in danger, or we, we've we've allowed a workplace fatality at our site. You know what is it that we're doing from a mindset perspective, which is and what we call that in in the safety space, Mitchell, is risk mindfulness. So, and the question could be, and I know I just posed the question to you then: What's happening in organisations where workplace injuries occur or fatalities occur? Is that here's a better question: What is it that's going on in organisations where they don't occur? in high-risk businesses and what can we learn from those so that we are in front of the game, so that we look at our leading indicators, so that we make sure that we don't let this happen in our business. If you ask right. the leadership cult, the leadership team about that safety cultural issue, do you think they would say, well, we're also under pressure because we've got to uh, deliver for our shareholders or boards or government's requirements that have to have certain things done by the end of the year and also Christmas time brings in a lot of extra stress anyway? Would they say that, do you think? Mitchell, you've just nailed it in a nutshell. Here's the thing. So I did a webinar on this last week, right? And there's three things, Mitchell, that I believe that we could do to make a difference to that in 2021, right? Number one, leadership. Well said, mate. You've nailed it. So here's the thing. Let's say, for example, a CEO of a construction company or a GM of a construction company or even a GM of a mine or, or a, you know, a heavy industrial plant, for example. They don't, you know, no one wants a fatality at their site. Subtly, though... You know, those words might be, hey, we've got to get stuff done. I'm with our schedule, what's our budget now? And the focus, Mitchell, is always on the people at the front line. It's always about, hey, what are we doing, you know, to keep people safe? Here's a question that I posed during that webinar last week. I said, okay, you know the stats. We know at this time of year that, that it's a risky time of year. So as a leadership group, what are you doing differently? Can I tell you something, Mitchell? We, we know the stats. We know that it's a dangerous time of year. It's, it's so, you know, common to talk about this being a dangerous time of year, both at work and outside of work, like a Molly Meldrum incident, for example, at home. Christmas, mm. you know, there's so many of them that happen, Mitchell, and we're not even talking about the, the personal stuff yet. But here's the thing. Organisations know it. Leaders, I'm going to say leaders, if you're a leader out there listening to Mitchell die this morning, please, 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 
do something in your business. It's not too late leading into Christmas. Do something that focuses your team. Even if it's stop work, even if it's change, even if it's take the pressure valve off, even if it's telling them it's okay to, to go over into January, whatever it takes, do something different. Leadership, Mitchell, is where it starts. And safety leadership is the key to this. And the other two things that, I, that I'm really big on, Mitchell, is leaders understand the concept of their, their micro decisions. What I mean by that is leaders are the example at this time all year. And people are watching leaders for an example of how to behave. And it's those micro decisions that leaders make that demonstrate what they're thinking. And so what we need to do is we need as leaders to slow down. We need to, as leaders to change our languaging around this time of year, around risk. We need to bring people on the journey. So number three is around facilitation. This is the time of year where we need our teams together, where we need to be doing good toolbox talks, where we need to be asking our team, hey, Teams, you know your job better than us as leaders because they do, because the people doing the work are, are better at their jobs than the leaders. At the, at the end of the day, the leader's role is to gather all of that, those smarts, all of that information and say, team, help us out. What would you do if you're a leader? What do we need to do to support you to stay safe? So Mitchell nailed it. It's all about leadership. Well, lots to think about there. Just last of all, we haven't even really got onto the Christmas party yet, which is a combination of sort of fatigue and alcohol and lots of concerns and people being out of practice and social gatherings, that sort of thing. Do you have any thoughts on how uh, workplaces can manage that? Because I know a lot of conversations are going on at the higher up levels at the moment about that. Absolutely. Um, so first thing you need to do is, in my mind is set expectations, Mitchell. Be really, really upfront about it as an organisation. You know, like I, I generally have this conversation at, at this time of year as well. People say, how do we keep that Christmas party? So one, set expectation. Two, really be cognizant of the behaviour that you want to see and the behaviour that you don't want to see. Call it out. These are the things that have happened in the past. These are the things that we don't want to happen this year. These are the things we will not accept. So... It's really about not reacting after the fact that, gee, I wish we'd that better. When it comes to Christmas parties, and it's all about being in front of the game. It's like safety in general. Set the expectation up front. Yes, celebrate, but celebrate with care. Celebrate with, I guess, some some smart and some some sensibility, you know, and, and look, that goes out the window and it's easy to say that. That rolls off the tongue really, really quickly and it goes out the, out the window very quickly when we add alcohol. So as leaders, again, can I tell you something? This is, the, this is the advice that I give to leaders. As a leader, please don't drink too much at the Christmas party. You're the one that's going to, you're responsible for these people. You're putting the Christmas party on. If there's someone that's drunk who's going to get into a car, please take extreme ownership of your Christmas party and make sure people are looked after and cared for. So leadership doesn't stop, you know, at five o'clock on Friday before the Christmas party. Leadership goes into that evening as well at the Christmas party. And unfortunately for leaders, this is their role and responsibilities too. It doesn't stop during business hours. Well, thank you very much for being on the program. Really appreciate it. Lots to think about as always, but we always hope that this will be a safe Christmas season because the year itself has been tough enough as it is. So we just hope that everyone gets home safely and can enjoy Christmas with their families. Love your work, Mitchell. Thanks, Thank you. Um, Anton Guinea with us there, who is a safety leadership expert in the workplace. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. 
or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.